Welcome to the Shine On Podcast. I am your host, Becky Shetler. Amid depression, anxiety, challenging relationships, and parenting struggles, how do we discover the light of Christ within ourselves, and how do we let it shine in our lives? Each week, I invite a guest to tell their personal story and how they have experienced the light of Christ in their life. It is through telling our own stories that we shine on for others to see. Thanks for joining us. Well, here I am on the 30th episode of the Shine On podcast. And today I just felt like it was really appropriate that it's my turn to tell my story. How have I felt the light of Christ in my life? I've shared a little bit here and there of different experiences that connect with people and their stories, but today I feel really prompted to share how I have found the light of Christ through parenting. So I'm going to start a little bit about my background and just share what the light is within me. I grew up the 10th child of 12 children, nine girls and three boys in my family. And you'd think that you would feel lost in a big family like that. Well, I was born with a special gift that I always felt important. I felt valued and I felt that my worth was great. I give a lot of that credit to my father, who I just felt like I was his favorite. He treated me with such love and respect, and he always was my biggest cheerleader and encouraging me to develop my talents. From my mom, she was just as supportive and encouraging and shine her light all the time, and that's where I picked up her trait of shining on. My gift of feeling a special worth has continued to develop throughout my life. Um, As I was a teenager going into college, I chose to teach piano lessons. I just loved seeing the light go on in a child that was learning something new that they didn't think that they could overcome. That just brought me such joy to see their light go on and do something that was hard for them. When I was growing up, I tended a lot of nieces and nephews, and I just loved watching them grow and learning and seeing the light, their spiritual gifts within them. I knew that their soul was great in the sight of God, and I still continue to be their cheerleader, and I love to encourage them on in whatever they're doing in their life. You have met a lot of my nieces on this podcast. And I love and adore the relationship, which I still continue with them. And parenting. As I got married and had five children of my own, this feeling of the worth of souls and seeing that develop in my children was a great joy. And also, it's a great struggle. As a parent, you can see potential and goodness in your children, often when they can't see it themselves. And it's very hurtful and very painful sometimes in certain moments when you can see and feel that there's something great in there and they are struggling in whatever way that is. There's so many struggles out there nowadays. 
financially, it's really challenging to provide for yourself or for your family. There's so many opposition in social media and the influence of the world. There's great challenge and struggle with um, emotional illness and emotional challenges in our lives. There's just so many things that our children struggle and there are moments that I just give anything to take their struggles and challenges away and carry it on my own shoulders. So this is where some of my darkest experiences have come is from watching the struggles of my own children. And as I've been through this, I started writing down a list of lessons that I have learned from parenting. And this is what I want to share today is where I have found that light in my life that have kept me going as a parent. Because if we don't keep ourselves true to who we are, if we don't keep our connection to our Heavenly Father, then the struggles that our loved ones are going through bring us down and make it very hard for us to continue on. I've heard that saying that says, you're never happier than your saddest child. Well, I have tried to turn to my Savior and test it and see if that could be different. Could I still maintain a life of joy and happiness even as my children struggle? Does that take away my sensitivity if I can be happy and separate my feelings from their choices and their struggles? That's kind of where I've been practicing and planting that seed of, could I maintain a life of happiness and joy and meaning, regardless of the circumstances around me, regardless of what's happening or what's not happening? Can I focus on the Savior enough to live a life of joy and happiness? So today I'm going to share my parenting journey. It's been a spiritual journey for sure. There's nothing I would go back and change because of the growth, the expansion, and the character development that I have been going through as I experience parenting. There's so many loved ones. I have a large family, and there's just so many people I truly love and care about. So i trying to keep those connections and those relationships strong. How have I been able to move forward and seek greater peace in my life and truly feeling joy in the hardships? It's challenging and hard as some years and months or weeks or days or even hours have been. I have had to rely on Christ's light to give me guidance direction, and spiritual nudges to act in the exact moment when it was needed. A parent is given light. The child may push and resist that light and avoid being around it because they aren't comfortable in the light. I counsel parents to be patient and be the light in the presence of your children. Be there often so they can feel your light. Light pushes away darkness every time. One evening in state conference, 
a couple of years ago when I was really struggling trying to find peace and light in a time of very challenging parenting, Elder Michael Dunn spoke, and he was talking about the concerns of this generation. He said some words that brought me great peace at that time, and I feel like they set up my next steps in my journey, in my spiritual journey of parenting. He said, the best thing that parents can do for our children is to stay true to our own covenants, stay close to the Lord and grounded in the gospel. This is what our children need the very most, parents who are strong and spiritually stable. As the world is going to be more complicated and more confusing, the more grounded we are in our relationship with our Heavenly Father and our Savior Jesus Christ will be the surest foundation for us individually. And if our children choose to rely on our faith at times or to stand on their own faith when they are ready. But this gave me the perspective of staying grounded and both feet all in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I need to be my best self. I need to be my best spiritual self and do the work that it takes to stay close to the Lord. I'm going to share three more personal examples of things that have really helped me in my parenting. The first is to focus on the strengths of children or your loved ones or your spouse or whatever relationship you're working on. Focus on their strengths. What we focus on expands. If you're looking for their strengths, I promise they will expand. If you include prayer in looking for their strengths, and call upon the Lord's help, He will show you their strengths. He will give you the little glimpses that you need that will continue to grow as they go through their life and as they start to come to themselves. Those little glimpses of who they are, what gifts they were born with, their strengths and talents, those are the things that we can do as parents to continually encourage, continually talk about. When you see it, speak it. Say what you saw. I loved how you opened the door for me. I appreciate you saying thank you for this. Whatever little efforts they make that are good, see the good. Praise the good. Bring attention to the good. If they can't see the good in themselves, they will start seeing it because you are showing them. Remember, the parents are the light. You need to maintain the light and show them where the light is. And it does come through their strengths. Feed their true strengths, their true identity, their true divine self. Feed it as often as you can. Some of the things that I have done to feed this are finding ways to connect with them that they like. What are the activities? What are the places they like to go? What are the things they like to do? What are the things they like to watch? What are the things they like to play? Connect with them as often as you can, even if it's not fun for you, even if it's uncomfortable. Find a grounding place that you could meet each other. 
I picked up golf. Hey, I didn't know too much about golf. I had golfed here and there through the years, but golf became something that my husband and I could do with our children. And it is a wonderful way to build and connect relationship. Our family spends a lot of time on the boat together because there's something for everybody on the boat, whether they just want to sit and enjoy the ride, or if they want to be active, learning new tricks in the water, whatever it is, there's a place for everybody. And for our family, boating has become a great family bonding experience. It is so important to have fun together as a family. Another thing that I have done as I was really trying to focus on strengths is sit down and write down the strengths that I know a particular child has. When I'm feeling really heavy or dark, overwhelmed or hopeless in a situation because I'm so focused on micromanaging this urgent situation or need, for me to just take a minute take a breath, slow down, get my journal out and write down, what do I know about this child? Ask Heavenly Father to show you their strengths. It works. I promise it works. When you access the power of heaven into your parenting, Heavenly Father is so willing to show you what he knows. He knows everything about your child. He knows their hearts. He knows their worries. He knows their concerns. He knows their anger. He knows their pain. He knows what hurts them. He knows it all. And that has brought me so much comfort than when I felt distant or disconnected from my child. I could turn to Heavenly Father and just put it in His hands. Heavenly Father, you know I know you know all of it. What is it I need to know in this moment? He has answered me over and over. I've made little promises with him that when that moment comes that I am to say something or to be in a place, that I would recognize that little impression and that nudge. He has sent me many times, sometimes in the middle of the night, sometimes to walk in a room, and add light in a dark place. I know that my light shines, and I know when I walk in the room of darkness, whether it's emotional, physical, mental, whatever darkness it is, I know that He shines His light through me. I am His instrument. I made that covenant with my Heavenly Father a long time ago before I even came to this earth. And as a mother, we have this responsibility to be the light and shine the path for our children. Whether they choose to do it the way we did it, whether they choose to go to church the way we did, whether they choose to go through the motions that I went through at that time in my life when I was their age, whether they choose that way or not, They are on their own path. They are on their own journey. And God is guiding them in their own way. Sometimes as parents, we need to step back, let go, and let God. 
he's got them. As a parent, I know it's the hardest thing to trust sometimes. We think that we have all the answers and we know better. We have to let go. We have to let God. And our children are in his hands. He's got our back. Another thing that I have done in trying to maintain peace on a daily level, I need to find one good thing that I see in my loved one, whatever relationship we're working on, whether it's a spouse or an extended family member or a child or a parent, whatever it is, look, there is power in looking. There's intention behind looking. Look for one good thing. It's there. It takes our perspective to change, to shift. Instead of looking for the perfect thing or the perfect action, look for something good. It doesn't have to be perfect. I'm not perfect. I cannot expect any of my loved ones to be perfect, but I try to be good and I know they are trying to be good. I know when we look, we will see it. What you focus on expands. When you find one good thing, write it down at the end of the day. I started in my planner at the bottom of the day to write one good thing that I see in a particular relationship that I'm working on. Just one good thing. I've been doing this for over two years, and it is a huge collection of so many good things. A few years ago, all I could see the things that weren't going right, the things that weren't being done, the things that were being done that did not align with what I thought was acceptable or what I approved of. And now I have a beautiful collection of good things. This is what I want to remember, and this is what I will pass on to my children or my grandchildren, is seeing something good in every day. That's how I've gotten through one day at a time. One good thing. So that was kind of a lot about focusing on their strengths and focusing on what we want to expand. The second thing is so powerful that I learned as a young mom is to take my frustrations to the Lord and take my love to my family. I learned this from John Lund a long time ago when I listened to his CD series called How to Hug a Teenager. And this one principle has stuck with me through all my parenting years. Take my frustrations to the Lord and my love to my family. I've learned that God can take my complaints, frustrations, anger, any emotion that I am feeling, God can take it. I can lay it at his feet. I can pour out my heart in sadness, in disappointment, in discouragement, in pain. It doesn't change the way God feels about me, but it does change the way I feel about God and about my family. Prayer changes things. And in my case, it changes me. Humbling myself before the Lord and really pouring my heart out to Him 
gives me new perspective. It releases some of that built up energy. It releases some of those anxious feelings and worry, concern. He can carry it. When I pray and pour out my heart, I feel heard. I feel better when I let it out. I feel validated. I turn my way of dealing with things into his way and allowing things. The results always turn out better. It replaces my effort to fix things into trusting that he can fix things. Pouring my heart out to him is my way of truly trusting him, trusting he's got it, trusting that I don't see how this can ever be resolved, but I trust that it is part of his big picture. The third thing is every day is a piece of God's complex miracle. Every day that I am experiencing challenges or joy, happiness or sorrow, trusting or fearful, allowing or resisting, every day the things I am going through are part of a bigger picture. My microscopic view focuses on the urgent problem. God's eternal view focuses on our becoming like him. He is patient. He is kind. He is love. He is peace. He is unconditional. He is abundant. He is almighty. He is mediator. He is our advocate. He is our biggest cheerleader. He is all-knowing. He is all-loving. He is the answer to everything. Our ultimate goal of parenting is to return to Him with our loved ones. If one of us is in front of the other or one of us is lagging behind, line up, get close to them, reach out, grab hands, hold on to each other, and work in tandem one step at a time. It is not our job to change our loved ones. It is our job to love them, to meet them where they are, and to work together to take one step at a time to return back to our Heavenly Father. We can all be made perfect because of Jesus Christ. I am so grateful for the chance that I have had to tell my story and to shine the light of Christ through my parenting perspective. My spiritual journey has been fulfilled through parenting. I am not done. None of my problems have been resolved. I am not at the end of this journey. I am still in the middle of it, just as you are. There are things that I don't see how they will resolve. There are things that I don't know how they will turn out. There are things that are way out of my control or my reach or my grasp. But what I ground myself to is my foundational faith in the Savior Jesus Christ. I trust him 100%. And I know that he is by my side. With him, I can move forward. Without him, I am nothing. I hope this encourages and inspires others to seek peace in their journey through parenting or whatever stage of life 
that you are going through. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Shine On podcast. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. If you felt this episode provided you with added light and value, please share it and continue to spread light to others. And don't forget to tag me and today's guest. Your support truly means the world to me. I would be grateful if you would subscribe to this podcast so you will get notified when the next episodes are released. Have a great day and keep shining your light.